Hello. <laughs> oh, that's such a win. Oh, I'm going to... No, no, I can't keep that. Okay, fuck it. No. Well, okay, yeah. Hello, and welcome to Search Party. <laughs> this is the podcast where two best mates look at each other's filthy no. search no. history for the week. Um, yeah, so this is episode two. Jess, you mentioned you wanted to address some of the uh, the feedback we've received. Well, it was just so lovely that we had such lovely feedback from, admittedly, our friends. But um, mm. I thought that was um, really heartwarming. We also did receive some feedback, though, that we should do a bit of a longer intro, kind of mm. say a bit more about ourselves. Yes. And... Yeah. So when did you graduate from circus school? Tell well, us more. My reply to all of that is, fuck off, you nosy Parkers. It's none of your business. Should we do the podcast? Okay, so looking at your <laughs> looking at your stuff, orange recipes. Aren't oranges in themselves kind of a finished product or <laughs> do you want to go on? Things to do with oranges that are recipes as opposed to anything else. Get it, girl. <laughs> yeah, you can actually see if you look over there the the uh, outcome of that search history, which is that I've got two liters of marmalade that wow. hasn't set. So, so how long have you been single? <laughs> <laughs> we had a uh, we had a COVID scare in the family. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so um, we were waiting, well, waiting for someone to get their test results back. Waiting for somebody to get COVID. Yeah, yeah just you know, really <laughs> licking every stranger we could find, rubbing up against people in the pubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. rubbing pub. That's what I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> and while we were waiting. We were all doing the, the dutiful thing and staying inside. Good. And on day four, it got to Googling orange recipes and I made two litres of marmalade. Oh, I see. So you were just wondering what to do with oranges. Well, we're supposed to... Well, it's just it's just very broad. Yeah, well, I thought... It's like flour recipes, you know. Not really. It was mainly cakes or marmalade. Okay. And should have gone with cakes. It hasn't set. <laughs> so what I've got over there is... Two litres of orange coolie. <laughs> orange slop. By the way, would you would you like some of my orange crumble? <laughs> right, well. Right. <coughs> sorry. Don't worry, everyone. It's safe. It's a safe cough. I've got asthma. Is that too much to share? My whole medical history. I used to take sertraline as well, just for the podcast. <laughs> I had an asthma attack when I was one. Don't want to brag about it, but. I had my appendix out. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> and braces. There you okay. go. There you go, Matt. Matt Hancock, you can have our health data. We'll just read it out to you rather than you stealing it in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we're here then, um, I had a fungal nail infection when I was eight. Is that what you're calling it? <laughs> <laughs> and <Yeah>. knits. <laughs> Yeah, Jess also had um, a few bouts of, um... no, right, fine, all right, I won't say that. But it was, it rhymes with Gnidia. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with, it feels fairly self-explanatory, but Strictly Come Dancing 2020. I'm buzzing. And me too. I'm absolutely buzzing for it. It's a great cast. I love when they drag um, people from the obscure Parts of celebrity world. Like, I like it when they're like unknown. Wait, and... like who? Who? Oh, Harvey without any vowels. Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I no idea who he is. What I'm most looking forward to about Strictly this year is how they are possibly going to replicate the kind of um, moist grannies in the audience. Oh, 
Please. that like absolutely like you can tell that they've put on the glad rags and all of that right like what they're gonna do is gonna be so like it's gonna be so somber when someone does a tango and then there's just deathly silence there's just dave the cameraman going. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah they they'll do the live band i'm guessing because they can well maybe maybe they'll do a, a four-piece band <laughs> who's the conductor we love um, i was about to say dave benson phillips oh my god what <laughs> i would give to have dave benson phillips Conduct the Strictly Orchestra. The Strictly Orchestra. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they didn't do well. Gunge them! <laughs> she made me learn the cha-cha! Gunge <laughs> Just for context, people um, don't know who Dave Benson Phillips is. Yeah, he did a show called Get Your Own Back, where basically um, children... Uh, went on to um, exact retribution on their parents for trying to raise them nicely. Uh, that's the summary. So it's kind of like, my dad made me do my homework. And then there's all these like millions of kids screaming. Yeah, like, fuck your dad, your dad shit. What a wanker. <laughs> and then they get covered in slime. Which is similar to your weekends, isn't it, Jess? <laughs> Getting heckled and then gunged, yeah. Why do we get on to... Oh, yeah, so Strictly, yeah. I'm, I don't know how they're going to manage that. Like, how it's not going to feel like an empty hall. I actually hadn't thought about that at all, and that's so true. Because it's so lovely when they pan to the audience members as well, and there's always, like, you know, the really made-up gran. Oh, yeah, I do like that. I like the little support. But, yeah, Jackie Smith's going to be on it. And Jackie Smith got... If you remember, Do you remember why she got fired? No. She was the first female Home Secretary. Yeah. And the, I think the first woman to hold one of the four... Oh, no, Margaret Thatcher. So um, why, did, why did she get fired, Jackie? She got fired because she expensed... I, I, if I'm mem- remembering this correctly, she expensed her husband's pay-per-view porn. She had submitted the receipt for the hotel room, but it also included, oh, you know, God. Mr. Smith watching Backdoor Sluts 3 or whatever it was. Oh, you know? God. <laughs> Oh god, that's so humiliating. I know, but honestly, now you get a promotion for that in the current <laughs> the current cabinet. Domino's unsubscribe. This is going to be a quick one. I basically get a fucking text from Domino's every single day, going, "Are you sad and lonely? Would you like fifty percent off a fucking massive pizza?" Yeah, that's as big as Rishi Sunak. Yeah, easily. And every day is a lot. So yeah, I also get texts from Domino's, but not only do I get texts from like one Domino's, I get them from each individual branch that I've lived in Correct. in my whole time on the earth. That was the same for me. Mm. And then mm. they had the audacity to start emailing me with these oh, with these deals. Bastards. And so I just had enough. God, so, email marketing. How dare they? Anyway, yeah. So it was just, I wanted to unsubscribe from that hellhole. Quite right. Have you eaten um, anything from there recently? Yes, of course I have. Oh, right. So quite it's regularly. quite, so it's fair well, it marketing. Works. Yeah. It works. <laughs> But I don't want to be reminded of that. Yeah, you're plumping up a bit as well, so it's <laughs> <laughs> probably for the best. Second Mentions Twitter. So, Second Mentions, it's a Twitter account dedicated to Second Mentions and journalism, which is when, after a headline, journalists can't repeat the same words that they used in the headline. So it's creative ways they come up with saying the thing that they don't want to re-say. So, like, for oh. example, the headline is Madonna Rate a Burger, <laughs> fire your sub-editors <laughs> that is such a bad headline Madonna yeah. ate a burger <laughs> that's what you could think of <laughs> in Burgers Weekly 
Yeah, so the headline is, unbelievably, Madonna ate a burger. Yeah, and then what would the... And then underneath in the first sentence, they would say, like, the 56-year-old pop princess tucked into the meat feast. Oh, I see. Do you know see. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, like, in sports journalism, it's like the pacey hitman or the new rules songstress or Yeah, like exactly. That. So, um, a few that I made me really laugh today were, like, the headline is, a pork scratching that looks like Donald Trump could swing the entire election. <laughs> and then someone in this article below has called it a porcine snack. I'm just going to change my Tinder bio to a porcine snack. <laughs> well, they always call Brian May, like, the hedgehog-loving rocker. <laughs> Okay, like Burger King is the fast food monarch. I really rate it as a Twitter account. That's a that's a plug. It's a plug. Mentions. Is it me? Uh, no, I'm going to look up um, something else that you've been looking up with your tiny brain. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> James, why were you looking up Martin Roberts' Homes Under the Hammer? You know exactly why I was looking up Martin <laughs> Roberts' Homes Under the Hammer. Can I just quickly say, I have a lot of love for Homes Under the Hammer as a oh, programme in the it. general sense. Yeah, if you're ill, best thing to watch on the sofa. If you're ill, I look forward to being ill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so that I can watch Homes Under the Hammer. I can't remember watching Homes Under the Hammer and not smelling like a quaver. Like... <laughs> Homes Under the Hammer, for me, is like when I've been ill and I haven't washed for like three days and I'm just yeah. sitting, stewing in my own filth, you know, and I've got some snacks, I've got an Earl Grey on the go. Oh, if, it, if it's <laughs> you and you're um, trying not to be ill, you'll just be surrounded by orange snacks. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my, like, not particularly tried and tested method to beat kind of like a cold or something. But it doesn't necessarily have to have vitamin C in it. It just has to be orange. In colour, like, yeah. Santa, <laughs> sunny D. These will make me better. Honestly, I cannot think of a single ailment that I haven't managed to beat from drinking Fanta and just sweating it out. <laughs> I would recommend it. I actually think it might be the cure to all of this. You heard it here. Fanta and a sweat. Um, but yeah, I love Homes Under the Hammer. My favourite thing about Homes Under the Hammer is the perfectly matched songs for the moment. Yes, because it's always, re- they'll say like, oh, I love this room. And then the song will be like, mm, what a beautiful room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they'll be like, oh, I love this blue room. And then the song will come on, blue, blue, electric blue. That's the colour of exactly, my room where yeah. I will live. A hundred percent. Or yeah. it will be like, um, they will talk about adding some fastenings to um, the top of a staircase. And they'll be like, Put my love on top. <laughs> or like, it's always like really on the head yeah. musical references. Or- I also love, 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 love the the devastated chorus of faces at a property auction. <laughs> yeah. They look devastated. Yeah. If you want to see like where dreams go to die, firstly go to Victoria Coach Station. And then go to a Swindon property auction. <laughs> and you will see people who are honestly despairing. It's like purgatory, those places. They're awful. But yeah, I love it. And I love the yeah, I love the music and I love the presenters. That is honestly a dream job to work on Homes Under the Hammer. Holmes, if you're listening, get in touch. Yeah, this is a video of um, Martin Roberts. Um, every time someone buys a house, he goes and he does this, like, this. it literally looks like he's playing a jazz piano yeah. with his hands, like, just okay. like, bah, bah, yeah. and then he says, congratulations. <laughs> so tell me why you wanted to buy the house. And, you know, it's invasive. Fuck off, Martin. <laughs> Leave us to our new property. Yeah, but some absolute legend yeah. sat about and put all of these clips together. And so if there was anything that I wanted to plug most during yes. this episode too, 
it's please, please, please search Martin Roberts, Homes Under the Hammer. Yeah, yeah, do. Martin's hair as well. Holy cow. (laughs) He's still got frosted tips, I think. He's got lovely, lovely frosted tips. Um, He's also, (laughs) what I found out when I was searching for him is I found um, his Twitter. Martin, I'm a fan. But I don't think, in earnest, you are at the level of fame, Martin, where you can conduct a Q&A <laughs> on, online. But he's done, like, he's put tweets out saying, like, hey, guys, uh, feel free to ask me anything you've ever wanted to know. I'm like, Martin Hunt, you're not Madonna. You've not just eaten a burger. We, we don't care. The people interact with it. Yeah, loads. Yourself and included. Me, no, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I asked him for his number. Congratulations. <laughs> so tell me why you wanted to date me. Um, and it makes you realise the just when you think people can't get sadder, <laughs> the world is full of people that tweet. Martin like, Reynolds. Martin, Martin Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Reynolds. But yeah, no, I mean, Martin, got a t- lot of time for you, but no one cares. But hang on, what kind of things are people asking? Just really banal stuff like, oh, so why, why do you like houses? Or like, what's your favourite type of hammer? Or like, what, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just any old crap. Like, who frosts your tip? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, how's, that's, that's Martin Roberts yeah. or Martin Reynolds or, oh, you know. or Martina Navratilova or whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to call him. Um, well, I'm great, up. great. Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Going to stop you there because I can't remember why I searched these and I can't remember who they are. So this is going to be another very short segment from me. Well, let's just hope that they are not matches on Tinder that you are stalking. <laughs> because otherwise they know that you're looking them up. My flatmate is unbelievable at finding people's dates info online. Yeah, it's the thing. It's like when you go on, I mean, I don't know about you, but like you go on dates with people and... They'll be telling a story and sometimes you're like, yeah, I know, I saw that on your Instagram. Oh, I know, and you have to pretend you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> when they're like talking about going to, you know, Finland last year, and oh, you're like, God. yeah, yeah, I sort of, I loved your little bubble hat. That's awful. <laughs> that is such bunny boiler vibes, isn't it? When Mate, they're like, yeah. yeah, I love the socks you're wearing that day. I, you know, for me, I think like I always Google name to check there's no absolutely horrific like news stories about the person. Safety, yeah. safety reasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then a quick social media DBS check. DBS check, yeah. And then a quick social media stalk. And but you go feeling, you know, you actually know quite a lot about the person. But yeah, really have to style it out when they're telling you anecdotes. I don't do that. You just say I've been stalking you for days. <laughs> oh no, no, I don't do any of it. Oh really? No, I just turn up. But I mean, I am single, so you know, maybe it didn't work out so well. Maybe I need to do more. But you know. People are full of surprises. Oh, know? no. And I'd, I'd, I only like to do it so that I basically know that they don't look like dodgy. I also sometimes think that the p- captions that people put on Instagram posts say a lot about a person. And oh, sometimes it's too God. lame to handle. I mean, the inspirational quotes. Yeah. Like if they've got a picture of themselves, you know, sexually holding their pants and then it's like, hey, guys. Remember- holding their pants. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, as in like touching their genitals or something. <laughs> What do you mean holding their pants? Or just clutching a pair of sea cakes? They've posted a picture of them with their old pair of pants. <laughs> some, some holy old briefs they're from 2006. They're there with their and then pants. you think, that's the guy for me. <laughs> They've, you know, trying to, you know, like a little sexy dick. <laughs> Sorry, I just got distracted by the wasp. If, it, if that it? fucking wasp comes for me, I'm going to get Sutcliffe on his ass. <laughs> 
So, yeah, so he's sort of standing there on his Instagram, say, for example, naked, like, you know, biting his lip, holding his pants down. To be fair, holding I... Holding his pants down? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, Who does to... this? Biting, <laughs> biting their lip and holding their pants down. <laughs> Who are these people? What I'm trying to say in a roundabout way is a sexy pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulling your pants down and biting your lip. Or like, I would have thought this person had got like, you know got something wrong with them like in the head they're, <laughs> they're posting pictures where they're chomping on their lips and just revealing their genitals <laughs> well you've met my ex <laughs> actually do you know what a couple of them <laughs> no what i'm trying to say is someone's posted a sexy pic right yeah where they're biting their lip and putting their leg behind their head and jumping up and down yeah <laughs> someone's posted a sexy pic while they're like juggling their own feet and then the caption will be something like oh i just feel really like reflective on myself today like i've been doing a lot of like self-exploration and trying to find it. do you know what i mean oh my god yeah right and it's like they're just incongruous yeah or and it's, it'll it really be makes like, me laugh but a that, picture of someone's tits and then and then in the caption like not all those that wander are lost yeah. I'm like well your clothes got lost didn't they <laughs> <laughs> where are they in the wash god's sake <laughs> wash those pants in your hand <laughs> I sound like David Cameron put on a proper suit and sing the national anthem <laughs> god yeah how do we even get onto that I've got absolutely no idea no clue what whose go are we on um so I am gonna go with Perfect soft-boiled egg time. Perfect soft-boiled egg time. So I was considering it as a drag name. No, it wasn't. I just can imagine. I, yeah, I yeah, just just really wanted some eggs. I've been trying to eat healthily recently, and I've oh, no. been finding it, finding it very tough. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, interesting point. So as I mentioned that, Jess rightly kind of gestured towards the uh, the pile of biscuits that's in front of me, which... Includes some um, some chocolate shortbread, some Garibaldi, some hobnobs, and some rich tea. But can I also quickly add? I said to Jess, "I quite fancy a biscuit." Yeah. yeah. And Jess presented me with four packets of biscuits. Yeah. Yes, I did. I'm a good host. Yeah. Well, some would say host. Some people would say enabler. <laughs> um, so if I balloon again, you've only got one person to uh, put your crosshairs on, and that's um, and that's we'll fatty it. feeder Jess. You slob. I've got one thing to ask you, Jess. Why were you looking up Heather Small? I think you mean Heather Small. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> so I, I'm living with my parents, as you know, at the minute. Um, and me... Sorry about that. <laughs> me, Chin up. Me and my mum have joined a dance troupe. Not a troupe. <laughs> Not a you and your mum in a dance troupe. <laughs> yeah, my mum are joining the circus. No, um, we've joined a dance class called Dancing Queens, mm. and it's 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 not exclusively for mums and daughters, but there's a lot of mums and daughters there. Yeah, um, and we learn. We do a bit of dance cardio, and then we learn a dance routine every week. Mm. So first off, it was. Um, I was, it was so excited about this. By yeah. The way. So the first time we did it was uh, bit Shania. Wow, man, I feel like a woman. And then it was uh, Black Velvet. That wow. Was, that was a smoochy number, yeah. What, you got with your mum? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean a smoochy number? What are you talking about? That smoochy dancing, like a bit sexy. Black right. Velvet is not... It's way too aggressive to be like a kind of ballroom, like smooch. Ballroom? 
<laughs> what do you mean a sexy number, a smoochy number? Like it was a bit like stripteasy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Why were you strip teasing with your mum? <laughs> we were. Oh. So what did you take off first? No, so, so black velvet. It was just a bit, you know, slinky. Yeah, a powerful slink. So what? What kind of dance do you do to black velvet? I I see it being black, quite like it was, it was a lot of like you know rub, rubbing your leg up, <laughs> going like this. The most recent song that we're doing. Move it on up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just, I'm still absolutely fixated by the idea of you doing a strip tease. <laughs> I can't think. Of, I mean, you know, you're a very beautiful woman, but I can't think of anything more hilarious than watching you do a strip tease. <laughs> sorry, no. So, yeah, your, your song you're doing now is. Um, it's Move It On Up. Move It On Up. Okay. So, I think, or well, I don't know if it's Moving On Up or Move It On Up. Oh, move. It goes, Moving On Up. Moving on up, trying to break free. Nothing can stop me. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Yeah. Some kind of superstar. So what's what's the style of it? Argentine tango or? Uh, no, this one's a bit more like club. Shut up. Oh, what do you mean in the club? <laughs> um, we're just a in bit what more club? like seventies like club. It's quite disco-y, this one. There's a lot of, like, rolling back and forth. A lot of, like... Um, rolling? There's a lot of, like, this, pointy <laughs> fingers. I'll, I'll do it for you later. Please don't feel like you have to. All right. Why are we looking up Trump Tan? Uh, obviously, just looking for tips on how to achieve the look. The glow. The glow. I, I'm, I'm absolutely flabbergasted by the tan. I think this is un- uncontroversial. I would say that the majority of Trump's supporter base are homophobic. Do you think that's a fair assumption? Yeah, they're probably not big fans of the gays. And yet, and yet, (laughs) Trump, like, wearing that much obvious beauty product every single day. Interesting, yeah. I'm just just fascinated that all these, like, mask, well, supposedly, I mean, let's be honest, they're probably all going visiting truck stops. But they, 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 they kind of give him a pass on that. If I walked into the the bar after the Trump rally and I and I had a tan, a fake tan on, <laughs> I would get beaten black and blue. <laughs> and I would understand why in a way. You know, when you grow up not straight, you learn your boundaries and you shouldn't have to, but it's a fact of life. And yet Donald can turn up looking looking like a kind of a, a nuclear like reaction. Mar- well looking like my marmalade. Looking, yeah, looking like he's smothered in your orange slop. <laughs> well, that's the second mention. This is actually absolutely flying by, probably not for the listeners, but you know. No, I think it's been quite a sad kind of portrait of our of our, our lives, um, about rude. being single and eating pizza and crisps. <laughs> biscuits. <laughs> biscuits. Yeah. Um, just Marmalade. Just, Loneliness, <laughs> desolation. Because you can really tell we're both quite hungover, can't you? It yeah, really changes the tone. <laughs> it really does. Um, and yeah, what we know is we've, we're just we're left with literally liters of orange slop that we've got no idea what to do with. Yeah, my life's in tatters, <laughs> but I've got the marmalade. Well, uh, thank you very much for listening to our podcast. It hasn't always been easy, but we really appreciate your work. <laughs> thank you very much for listening. This has been Search Party with Jess and James. Or isn't it James and Jess? Who fucking cares? Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.